Opinions and theories expressed here are exactly that, our personal opinions. We are sharing our thoughts in hope of sparking conversations about how we interact with media, stories, and each other. There's nothing wrong with a different perspective. We always keep it respectful, and thank you for doing so too. Welcome to Dank and Deadly, where spooky stoners discuss horrifying aspects of real life that inspire or relate to some terrifyingly good films and pop culture moments. I'm Marie. And I'm Ace. And today we will be getting into, as you can see from the title, we will be discussing and ranking the Purge franchise. The whole entire franchise and the TV series. Also. Including the TV series, of course, of course. So it's all really good, fun, a good, um, heavily political franchise if you're into that, because you know what we say around here, all horror is political, so we're going to talk about what's overt and covert. But first, of course, let's get into some rips from the news, which we don't really have a lot from, you know, last episode, because not much has happened. So, mostly just a reminder that Candyman is coming out on the 27th. So, yes, get vexed, get y'all's mask clean on, wearing in beauties, all of that to make sure that you're safe and can be in the best position to support, you know, Monkey Poppers Productions and Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Pretty much it. Like I said, not much. <laughs> else is going on we hope you all watched brand new cherry flavor there you go we're gonna get into that at some point yeah no doubt <clears throat> of course that's if you got your blunts bongs pipes whatever you smoke smoke out of let's go ahead and take a hit to open no <laughs> <laughs> of course, as we said, we'll be discussing and ranking the Purge franchise, which is another personal favorite of both of ours, I think. Yes. Um, I personally have seen all of these in theaters, except for the most recent one, of course, The Forever Purge, which was on Voodoo, I think we watched it. Yeah. I've seen all of these in theaters, because I don't know. I <laughs> just really like the franchise, so I just go see them whenever they're out. And I remember we were, like, so in, like, the for some reason, like, anarchy, like, shook me and my friends at the time. And we did a whole, like, purge con, I mean, costume for um, Halloween, complete with one of my friends being a purged person. <laughs> like, he had, like, a shot through his eye and shit. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, but yeah. And, but, like I said, it was very overtly political, and I think that's a major factor in why I like it, because, I mean, I feel like 
like I say all the time I don't really like obvious metaphors but I feel like there's no metaphors here they're just straight up telling you what's what and what's up and what's gonna happen and what's currently going on just by putting a different skin on it oops sorry just dropped my light <laughs> but like just by putting a different like skin on it right and it's all apparent and in your face that's why so the movies are so transparent like every single movie I feel that you can take aspects of what's going on in the world today I feel like it's kind of like timeless in that sense yeah but uh, so the franchise was created by James DeMonico starting Mm. in 2016 and of course goes all the way up until the recent Forever Purge um, 2020 and in between that there was a two season TV series in 2018 that was unfortunately cancelled in 2019 just two seasons that's very sad just two seasons because, I mean, there's endless, I mean, endless ways that The Purge could go. There's just so many ways for us to, like, see the ridiculous ways that people would purge and, like, go into the psychology behind it because it's, it's literally wild to think about. But it's not wild to think about when, you know, this kind of shit was going on in, like, the 1920s and, like, the way that white people continually do this shit. And it's not really, it's not that it's not happening, it's just not happening, and it's not not happening in that way, and it's not legal. Right. Which is a whole other aspect of this, like, the whole legal, like, people get away with shit, like, just that's dumb as fuck, because legal... (laughs) A lot of things that are illegal are not, like, cool, and a lot of things that are illegal literally don't matter in the context of life so there's that so yes so we're just gonna go ahead and insert a spoiler alert right here we will be getting into a little bit of everything related to all of the movies and both seasons so if you haven't seen any either one of these any whatever you know if you haven't seen it if you don't want anything spoiled if you want to just listen in, if you haven't seen it, and just see if you want to take a dive into this franchise, do that too. But spoiler alerts for the rest of this episode. <laughs> They're going to be flying. Yes. So, The Purge, the first installment of The Purge franchise, is the 2013 movie that follows the Sandin family. On the night of the annual purge, which we come to learn, of course, is a night for Americans to purge their, you know, whatever they feel like, really. They don't really know what they're purging. They're just finding reasons to do it at this point in history, because, I mean, why do you need to purge? Like, truthfully, not like like purge in this way, like, everyone needs to, like, have time to chill or whatever, but, like... Why do you need to be violent? Right. Why is murder the main thing being pushed here? (laughs) And why is, like, anger and negativity, like, what they're banking on people doing? Because you can, like, just, like, purge can be relaxation, anything. Anyway, we'll get into that a little (laughs) bit later. But the first installment, The Purge, um, 
stars Lena Headey, Ethan Hawke, Max Burkholder, and Adelaine Kane as the Sanderlin family, Edwin Hodge as the stranger who ends up in their house, and of course, Rot. Rot I believe this is either Rise or Reese Wakefield as the leader of the murderous gang who comes after the stranger who ends up in their house. <laughs> So, of course, we know the son lets in a bloody person begging for help in their life um, on Purge Night, which, you know, may not be the best idea because people could totally be lying just to get in your house. I mean, but that does not necessarily only apply to the Purge. That could happen any day. Not saying don't help people, but (laughs) be smart and cautious and you helping someone. I mean, especially <laughs> on purge night, like, yeah. it, your caution level should be, like, times ten, honestly. Just, especially, like, if it's going on. Because even we see throughout this, people just making, like, snide, like, little shitty comments Bruh. about what they might do on purge, or, oh, I might come, I might come see you on purge. I might, I might kidnap come, you. Like, like oh, I might come, like, dude. We don't talk like that before Purge Night. I'm just uh, gonna take that as a threat any night. Like, any day, any right, night. Right. Like, the as long as the Purge exists, you saying, like, oh, I might purge you in, like, any kind of fucking weird context is gonna be taken as a threat. That's facts. Just straight up. <laughs> so, of course, because if this um, person is led in their house and there's a gang of rich white folk mm-hmm. after them because, you know, they believe it's their right to purge poor black, brown, everybody else but them, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so the family has to decide whether or not they will protect this stranger and themselves or just themselves by throwing them out the person who's in their house, out back to the people after them. So, yeah. There's a lot to unpack in this one. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in all of them, but uh, the family dynamics are pretty good, and you know, Lena Hetty always does a great job no matter where she is. She is the bitch. Ethan Hawk also does a great job. And I don't know. I think this is an interesting starting point for the franchise, just kind of, like, throwing us into this, like, not necessarily explaining what happened to get here, just throwing us into this scenario. I think that's, like, a very good... I think it's a good way that they started it, because then it created a lot of questions that they could expand on, in which they do really well in the future, I mean, the continued franchise. I mean, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I love <clears throat> that this started um, so um, isolated. I love going back to this, you know, after all the rest of the films, you know, it's a lot more open, you know, they're in the streets and things like I love coming back to this isolated, the man that created this whatever security system, uh, selling this security system and things like And he feels so safe and just inside your home like all this turmoil uh of your um daughter's boyfriend you know uh things like that and it's just mm-hmm. I-, I love com- coming back to this it's it, 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 it's one of my favorites <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. yeah it's 
definitely different from the rest of them. Like you said, it's very much like they use one location pretty well, especially with the like little the toy thing that the kid makes with the doll head and uh, the video camera. That's a really good like integration. Kind of gives me like <laughs> Toy Story vibes from the little <laughs> little thing that's under Sid's bed and shit. But yeah, they really do use the um, one location really well and just show the family just how they're kind of like all not really on the same page but they just have to go along with it because their dad is like doing whatever making the money like saving the neighborhood and like I i think that's kind of weird how they decided like the neighbors decided that this was a negative thing like I don't know, like, they needed to be mad about that rather than just being like, thanks, <laughs> like, glad we're not being purged because, and I get, like, they're definitely upcharging because security systems just can do that sometimes, but I don't know, why is it, like, y'all chose to spend your money on this, I don't understand why it's, like, an issue, we're all gonna be safe, is that not <laughs> right. the point here and if it wasn't me you would be buying from someone else so I guess that's what I didn't really get about this specific movie like I guess I don't know that was that that just didn't really I guess people be better and like I said at this point these people are just like looking for any fucking reason to purge people so (laughs) they were just gonna make it out anyway so but yeah, so that's kind of the gist of the first one. We, like I said, um, it's just a kind of, kind of just a normal ass kind of like home invasion that just happens to take place when crime is legal. At least to me, yeah. like it's not anything like innovative necessarily in my mind, but it's very well like. Very well shot, very well acted, very well... I mean, a very good use of the single location, very good use of cameras, which I think this franchise does, like, overall. Like, the way that they show different perspectives, like, through the CCTV, through people's, like, feeds on, like, television... I mean, on uh, computers and all that kind of shit. Especially in the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, and then The Purge Anarchy is the 2015, I mean, 14 sequel, and it takes place in L.A., and it follows a man, Leo, who is played by Frank Grillo, who is out for revenge for his murdered son. Um, of course, he gets derailed by a group of family, friends, acquaintances, just these bunch of random people who have been stuck or stranded or gotten stranded on Purge Night. So he, instead of going after this person, he finds himself trying to get these people to safety. Mm. Um, he's so, a hero. <laughs> yes, yes, he's a hero in several ways, but, you know, kind of like an anti-hero because he was going to murder people. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> experience taught him that there were better things in life. <laughs> but, of course, um, Edwin Hodges, who was the stranger in the first movie, who ends up in the Sandin's house, makes a return in this one. I'm pretty sure he makes an appearance in 
all of them, the whole franchise. Maybe not the first Purge or the Forever Purge, but the trilogy, I believe. He's the, in yeah, election year. All three, yeah. all three of the first three. Yeah. Um, Justina Manchado as Tanya, Carmen Ihogo as Ava, and Jack Connolly as Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Which. No, ew, no. Is it Big Daddy? You can't call yourself Big Daddy. Somebody has to give you that. You can't just demand <laughs> that people call you that. Like there are just some names you just can't give yourself. Like no, and that's one of them. <laughs> anyway, Michael Kenneth Williams is Carmela Johns. Um, of course, Michael Kenneth Williams is in The Wire and recently Lovecraft. Lovecraft Country. Because I always want to say county for some reason. (laughs) Um, And Carmela Johns is the leader of one of the groups opposing the NFFA looking to dismantle the purge. So, of course, as Leo is, like, taking these people to safety, they happen upon this opposing group, and they kind of, like, see what they're about, because one of the, um, because I believe it's Ava's daughter, or is it Tanya's? It's Tanya's daughter, who has been watching the videos, and, and being like, um, this all makes sense, you know, and, yeah, and, you know, this movie was pretty frustrating, for me, I mean, at least the beginning parts, just because the the couple arguing and shit like that, <laughs> and the uh, and just the grocery store scene, like it was so annoying seeing them getting groceries on the day of the purge. Like this, <laughs> that was just hilarious to me. But uh, yeah, kind of reminded me of people like rushing to get shit when like lockdown started like i have like, so much leave. toilet paper <laughs> no like so much trauma why don't i mean of course you i put i guess this is different because it's like y'all know every year like when it's about to come y'all probably should have got your groceries before then but sure. you know you never know when you're gonna run out of whatever you can't really <laughs> blame that but yeah, and I feel like this one shows, excuse me, like goes more in depth into the differing opinions about the Purge and the NFFA and all of that instead of just, but I feel like the Purge just, it's very typical white family, like that's what they do, they just sit there and like deal with that shit instead of being vocal until it all has to blow up in this really insane way, like it <laughs> seems very like yeah. on brand for rich white families, but <laughs> I just like the integration of all of the opinions and like the different views and how, uh, even the, um, scene where they're explaining the grandpa and where he goes and how it's like the rich people just essentially buy disabled like sick old people just to kill them from the safety of their own homes because why should they go outside and risk their safety like like, i don't know most dangerous game yourself i don't know make it worthwhile (laughs) anyway don't do that don't hunt people fuck (laughs) 
They paid a hundred thousand dollars to just kill this guy. But I'm pretty sure it was a hundred thousand dollars each because he said your bank accounts. Bank oh so like I'm pretty sure both of them got a hundred thousand dollars. But either way, that's just still like that must be like must have been very hard to take. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, like when somebody dies, like especially like they're in your will or whatever, you get uh, you know life insurance and things like that. But if a person literally goes somewhere to give you that money, like literally, like that, that has to hit a little different. You know what I'm saying? But he also didn't like give them a choice. Like he just did it. I was like, this is gonna appear in your house. I mean, your bank accounts. <laughs> I mean, like it's just he. It's a lot because he knew. Like, especially with the price of the medication, like, they had a whole ass, like, drag down, like, screaming match about this medication. Yes. Like, they, and we know that's true in real life. Like, people literally die because they cannot afford medication. So, in a way, like, he was gonna die anyway in his mind. So, why not die with, I don't know, I guess some level of dignity, like, it's your choice, you did this, you set this up, you're helping your family, but it's still fucked up, and in a way, but in a way, isn't that, like, I don't know, is that better? Because there's a weird, like, a very roundabout, weird, like, consent going on here. Like, you know, like, some Kevorkian type shit. Like... But you're still taking advantage of the fact that these people are sick and poor and, like, dying, and they need money, so... And that's what like, they feed off of the most. Yeah. Knowing like, that you need money. <clears throat> and a lot of people are willing to do things that they would not regularly do for that money. And I feel like he did not feel that he was going to make it to the next year. Yeah. So that's why he just said, this is the time to do it, and this is the time I can actually do something for my family. And he, I know he felt like a burden, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's working that job, and she's paying for these medications, and he doesn't want to take them. He doesn't feel like it's working. He doesn't feel like she needs to do this for him. So he just said, you know, I'm going to, I don't feel I'm going to make it next year, so I'm just going to give my family a chance to uh get out of here so i mean that's just it's a great scene actually and it's very sad to like really really think about yeah but i i would probably do the same exact thing that he did though not gonna lie <laughs> no fuck white people and their money i don't give a fuck what you want it for if you want me you can come chase me bitch um <laughs> but i do get like you know why you would take that money but Still, it's, and the fact that they're, like, and they just explore this more in the show, but the fact that they, like, call them martyrs when they're literally put in this situation by, like, the government, right. where they don't really have a choice. Like, if we all made medication affordable, we wouldn't be in this position in the first place. Like, another, one of the political aspects of this last franchise is just... They get into everything, and that's what I really like about each of these movies takes on, like, a different perspective, but sometimes, like, we'll keep characters from the first ones and just see how they have changed in the faces of these. Like, it goes through a lot of, like, like dealing with grief and unpacking it and, like, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So, yes. 
The next installment is the predilection year from 2016, which is, you know, literally the election year. <laughs> so, yeah. Leo from Anarchy in this film is working security for the senator who is running against the NFFA and hopes to end the purge. Out of fear that Senator Charlene Rowan, played by Elizabeth Mitchell, would win, they lift the restrictions against killing certain high-ranking government officials and attempt to assassinate her. So, (laughs) this is where I personally feel as though the franchise is no longer fiction and is just a documentary and a (laughs) dramatization of things going on in actual real life. Like, it's just... And that's This franchise is literally reading the fuck out of America. I don't care what anyone says. It's literally taking what exactly we are doing and being like, here's it and whatever y'all choose to believe is an alternate, (laughs) like, reality. But it's not. So, of course, let's get into the cast. It has Betty Gabriel from Get Out, you know, who plays, um, why can't I think of her name? But she's the grandmother, but not really the grandmother. What is her name? Georgina. Oh my gosh. Georgina from Get Out plays Lainey, or as we come to know her as the Little Death. According to Kimmy, who was the candy girl, Brittany Mirable. Kelty Williams is the store owner, Joe. So, also, um, Brittany Mirable was interviewed by Black Final Girls, um, the handle Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, takes note on Twitter. She did an interview about her role in this actually in July. Y'all should go to graveyardshiftsisters.com and check out that interview. Um, it's really good, really cool, really fun. So, like I said, high-ranking officials attempting to assassinate another official, and all I'm gonna say to that is Gretchen Whitmer. Shout out to my girl. So sorry that happened to you because that is insane. And like I said, this is weirdly becoming the same thing as Black Mirror, where we thought it was fiction and it's slowly becoming a documentary. There are just so many, like, very fucked up aspects of this, including the church scene was personally the creepiest part of this to me, where they're, like, literally bringing people out, like, on a church, like, they're having a church service, like, with murder, like, just casually in the church, we're gonna, like, murk these people in the name of God, which is another thing, like, they, America, what are you doing? (laughs) America will use God to justify anything, like, and not just America, like, it's a very cross-the-globe thing, but... It's just giving cult vibes. Like, I can't even lie. Like, this whole... Like, if you, like, worship the NFFA, you're in a cult. If you're, like, on, like, board with their shit, you're in a cult. Yeah. I would agree with that. 
Because it's just like, y'all wait every year to do this shit. You're meditating on this shit. You're ruminating on all the people that have done you wrong. And, like, you're just gonna get it out. Like, what are you, what are you really purging? Like, does anyone think about that? What, what, what are you purging? What does it have to do with the people that you're purging? Is this something that even deserves, like, purge? <laughs> like, what is... And that's not... Look, like, the use of the word purge... Like, y'all, when y'all say I'm purging, you usually mean I'm murdering, right. I'm stalking, <laughs> I'm harassing, I'm setting up a hit against someone. Like, just say what you mean, like, <laughs> like, just committing crime? <laughs> like, why does it have to have... But I get it, like, we have to separate the reality from the... Act- from like, the reality from what we believe it is doing for us, which is another, like, thing in religion. Like, people do that with religion. Right, and it's, like, the way, that, like, they use the purge. Like, I, like, Diego in uh, Anarchy, the one where uh, he was, har- he, well, he's the tenant, and he was, like, harassing uh, Eva. Mm-hmm. So he was like, it's his right to purge. And he's talking about, like, fucking rape and shit like that. Yeah. So, like... Their, your definition of, like, purge really, I don't know, defi- I guess defines in your, the relationship on who you're trying to purge, I guess, like, that's... Yeah, it's just whatever it is, that moment, which is the same thing they used to watch for, like, it's just whatever it means in that context right now. But he was a creepy fuck, like, honestly. And, like, how is it? You're right if you just got this right, like, literally three years ago or whatever. Like, nobody told you you could do this shit before, so how is it a right? Like, a right is defined as something that just cannot be taken away from you because it's, like, inherent. Right. Like, it just has to do with you as a person. But, like, you don't have a right to do anything to another person. No. Which is why this doesn't make sense, because... The only way that there's any freedom within this is if I can say I'm not participating and you leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, why is there not, like, something... Because they say that they're, like, in the first one, like, the the Purge, they tell people who are in support of the Purge to put, like, these specific... that Whatever flower they said yeah. was, like, representate represent representative of the purge and like I guess in some roundabout way the people who died and so what if there's like why is there not something to say like I'm not supporting this do not step foot on my fucking property like but I feel like <laughs> the purgers would just be like but it's my right to purge anybody I want but but they're only saying that because the government told them so that's what I'm saying if there was a mandate that the government was just like put this outside your house and nobody can fuck with you they would do that because the whole point is that the only thing that they're doing the only reason they're doing any of this is because the government said that they could right or gave them a pass yeah or like but I guess they wouldn't I don't know like I feel like everyone wouldn't I think there would be less people with that than they would think. Like, I don't know. I think less people would not participate in the purge than they think. But also, I feel like more people wouldn't because... Like, we'll get into it. Well, I guess we can just go into the first purge right now. The 2018 um, installment of this, which is the prequel to the entire series, unlike the first three, which were all directed by James DeMar- DeMonico, 
Um, this one was directed by Gerard McMurray. But yeah, the first purge tells the story of the first purge experiment that takes place on Staten Island in 2017. People are paid for their participation, but also to stay on the island and try to, to survive the night. Right. Well, if you made it this far in the Dankin' Deadly podcast, then I'm hoping that you're enjoying it. And if you are enjoying it, wherever you're getting your podcast from, please hit the subscribe button, please hit the follow button, and also rating button give it if it's one thumb up give it two thumbs up if it's five stars give it ten stars and also please interact with us any type of comments that you have is very welcome thank you so much for your support so let's get back into it so yeah they on the first purge they offered five thousand dollars for any resident to stay in their home so that's first that just lets you know uh Especially in this one, when they go to Staten Island, knowing that the, the 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 poverty level and everything like that, knowing the minorities that are there, you you understand one that they are trying to uh, eliminate, uh, depopulate at least homeless people, because they say residents can get five thousand dollars. So they want to make sure that homeless people or people that d- does not have homes cannot. Uh, get a chance for the five thousand dollars. So yeah, that's how you know for one that they are trying to keep some people down and trying to depop depopulate. Hmm. It's interesting. You never like <coughs> excuse me. Never like thought about how homeless. I mean, I definitely knew that they believed that homeless people would be killed because homeless people die because of like literally. I mean, like not having. A house <laughs> literally is a risk for death, not to mention people just literally don't care. And they're at risk for violence in the same way that, like, sex workers are. Just So I guess once again, is setting them up <laughs> just to be left behind. And that's the whole entire goal. <laughs> but then, even in this, like, when they're with Skeletor and, like... I don't even know what his deal is. Like, I don't even know. Like, that dude is just... Like, I don't... (laughs) You cannot tell me this character did not stand out. definitely In this whole entire series. He stands the hell out. He's fucking crazy. Maybe it's the crack, but... (laughs) He's fucking crazy. Anyway, let's rewind and get back into the cast. Yolan Noel as Dimitri, Lex, Scott Davis as Naya, Jovan Wade as Isaiah, and Mugga as the witty and loyal Dolores, and Marisa Tomei as Dr. May, the creator of the theory about, you know, the theory of violence and how we need to purge it, and the experiment. So, yeah... Also, designer is in this as a part of Kells' crew. Kells is also played by Michael Edwards, who played Cody in 2016's Bedeviled, which is another great movie y'all should check out. Streaming on Tubi. Right now. Haunted technology. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Just designer being in this is so random, because he... 
I don't even remember, like, honestly, the promo for this. Was he a part of the promo, like, the same way that 21 Savage was so a part of the promo and that, or, like, you know, Paris Hilton was so a part of the promo in House of Wax. I don't remember him even... Like, being that vocal about being in this movie, but he's in it and, like, did songs for it. He did a song and, like, two scenes. Very cool. But that's also a nod to how, like, this this movie is very fubu, you know what I'm saying? (sighs) Like, it's us for a, like, black. We love it. That's probably why it's my personal favorite. The soundtrack is crazy, too. It's so good. The best in the franchise. But yes. Kevin Lax did that, by the way. All the <laughs> scores, all the soundtrack. Kevin Lax, he did an amazing job on this. Yes, very good. So, um, <clears throat> like I said, uh, back to Skeletor, as we said, <laughs> as a character. Played by Rotimi Paul. He is just but I feel like it's a very good like when they're interviewing people and it's like very clearly trying to prey on their anger and their fear not even being like what if they were just like so if a purge were to happen what do you think what you would do <laughs> like why is that not the information that you're gathering rather than are you angry do you want to unleash the beast? <laughs> like, Do you ever think about killing people? <laughs> Would you like to murder for money? Like, that's literally all they're saying. Like, in your face, off the top. And it's just very obvious. But, of course, they're preying on, like, people who need it. Who right. are in a specific economic, geographic, life situation where they need these things. And that's how the American fucking government works. If it wasn't the part, you know... You know, we can consider the military the purge. We literally could, because they literally go over there, some people die, some people... They come back traumatized, like, and then they don't care. Which is a whole other commentary within this franchise. I, like I said, I feel like they really hit every point in this. Where you see a lot of the heroes throughout this are ex-military and all of, a lot of the villains are also militia and military. So it's kind of like both sides of like, we see what's going on in this and we don't like it but then we see the other side of this and we want to be a part of this big thing and we want to purge. So it's like also the two sides of who joins the military because there's absolutely a section of the military that is there to just literally pillage people because they want to be violent and they want to women in Juarez look it up go into that because there's I'm gonna just stop there y'all just go look up the women in Juarez look up the fucking shit that went on in the Vietnam War look at all of that there are people in the military who are there because they want to be violent but there are people who are there because they want to do the right thing and save the country and all that but then those are also usually the people who get tired of being in the military because that's not what it's there for so (laughs) another commentary within this one that I feel is very very obvious is the church scene where they just go in and like literally massacre the fuck out of that place and it's just not it's very depressing because it's something that we've seen repeatedly in history like recent history very past history from the 16th street bombing 
to the Charleston <laughs> shooting, to the ma- the New Zealand mosque shooting. There's just so many examples of not only churches being shut up, but schools, all of that. And from if you look into various interviews, it's very clear. And Jason. <laughs> Um, Blum and James DeMonaco make it very clear that they are openly pro-gun control. And DeMonaco has said that he made this out of fear and concern and would like this to be a cautionary tale for America because if we keep listening to the NRA, they're going to have a field day. It's just what he's saying. And I fully agree. I fully agree. Because people are already having a field day, like I said. The Purge is in... It's concept in this universe, ridiculous to us, but like I said, Tulsa massacre, white people have been purging whomever and what the fuck ever they have, they want to forever. And after they purge, a lot of people, (laughs) uh, there's a whole bunch of stockpiling on guns and Mm -hmm. they get more money in that, uh, in that stock. So, Mm -hmm. because we live in such a gun heavy, like place it is there are certain demographics of people who are actually justified in having a gun like trans women cis women um even fucking black people period like there's so many there's so many people justified in having guns but it's not the people that have them in mass which it's kind of a problem because then it becomes this like cyclical thing like oh we gotta get guns to protect ourselves from the guns and they're like oh they have guns so now we have to have more guns and I mean but that's also a military thing like we copy that in this country because the military does it and it's and the people in the military do that which is why so many of these I feel so many of the heroes in these stories are ex-military there's just so many accuracies in this specific uh, movie, I feel, all around. But the most accurate is definitely the purge party. Like, that, oh, what's a purge party? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows what a purge party is. We're just going to do it. Cause, what else are you going to do on purge night? So let's go to a party. Like, you're fuck? actually going to go, like, kill people? The fuck? What is wrong Why are we not just going to go get drunk? Like, you know Why what those like? stupid contacts? Let's go party, bro. Exactly. Like, that's just absolutely the most accurate and for like but what's not accurate I feel is that like Skeletor just coming in there and like fucking shit up and nobody took it matters into their fucking own fucking Skeletor hand. again <laughs> pop his ass <laughs> up high as hell on crack and shit but just let it go like he's not even regarding anyone else's like life or need for him. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying this party is their release why do you get to come in here and fuck their shit up? Because you feel your release is murder. Like, yeah. And why is your release murder? And that's not that whole scene. He was like dancing with that girl, feeling himself. He could have just been like, okay, this is cool. You know what? I'm going to just smoke a little more of my crack. I'm going to have a little drink. Like, for real. Like, he could have just been a part of the party. Like, do your drugs, sir. It's legal. Not that you cared. Like, just do your drugs. Have a good time. Maybe somebody got a bottle and give you a shot. But 
It could have been all good, all chill. But that's another thing. This whole like sense of entitlement that America has given individuals, like this whole individualistic like idea of like, well, I want to do what I want to do. So anybody in my way is just in my way. It's no like, do I need to do this right now? <laughs> like, is this t- good time? Could I just continue like doing what I'm doing? Like, there's no understanding like and i feel like in the end of this the community should have been able to get like they should have been able to kill him rather than the racists because (laughs) he was like their problem even before the racists like came in like he was already slicing people being aggressive being rude being disgusting saying gross ass things to literally minors um so like I feel like the community should have been able to get that catharsis of, like, taking him out. I um, mean, like, it's, a, like, a block party type shit in, like, Staten Island. I mean, there's no way that nobody there had did not have a strap. <laughs> like, for real. You see some dude stabbing it. Like, there's no way nobody had nothing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, dude, would have got popped right there. But that's just oh, me. Man. I just feel like that's... It's just... I don't know. But maybe also you're not, like, thinking about that because you're, like, everybody here is chilling. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> But, I mean, come on. You but stay you're, a decent amount of paranoid. Just But they know the people in their community, and that's the whole that's thing. True, yeah. They're not... They know what they're doing. They organize. Like, yeah, <laughs> some yeah. of them are in church. Some of them are at the party. Everybody knows who's staying home, like, type shit. But... And that's, like... But that's where I feel like y'all also know Skeletor, and I feel like once I saw that video, I'd be like, okay, so we all know if Skeletor pull up here, right? He's not welcome. Like that. Like, that's where Off I like. We all know. We saw this video, right? Okay, so good. On site. <laughs> like we're not letting him fuck up. Because I feel like even that could be studied within her study, like and like. We said when we just watched it, like, if the, if the government had let her know, like, they were gonna put some people in there, even that could have been a part of the study, just to see how these variables, but, but, you know, the government just has their own fucking motives, they don't care, they don't care if this actually could, like, be something to look at, like, why are these people just coming in here happy to murk other people like right. who are literally just having a party like and the he said them himself those people weren't some of those people weren't even American so y'all were literally letting like non-Americans come over here to deal with a very real American problem and they even get in this into this into the purge series where you know, Americans were, I mean, non-Americans were literally flying over. Like, it, it was called purge tourism. Like, non-Americans were flying over to participate in the purge. Like, oh, no. I would straight up, like, as another country's government official, I'd be like, if you go to America to purge, you I gotta stay there. <laughs> because I'm not, that's not here. Like, you... Because you're gonna bring that shit over no, here. No, do not bring that in. <laughs> no, because you're gonna be like, why don't we have this here? Like, <laughs> bitch, stay. <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, no, no. And like the fact that America would even let it 
go on like that? Like, why? I mean, but they don't care because they're profiting. Of course. And, but, like... A lot. And, like... But then it's not for Americans if other people can do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is supposed to be... Like, <laughs> y'all wouldn't let them come over here and just murder people any other day. Like, what? <laughs> or maybe you would. 9-11. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then that's it. They would, the government literally would. If it suited them, they would. If they needed to do something, they absolutely would. And I mean, the government would even kill its own people as they go into the purge series, like. The first season follows, like, several wealthy people on Purge Night going to... I believe this is the 10th anniversary of Purge Night, is where the... the um, Yeah, I think it takes place in 2027, so this would be, like, the 10th anniversary of the Purge, because the first Purge takes place in 2017. So, I believe it follows a married couple and... It was at, like, the bunch of people, right? Like, the, the guy who, like, just wrangled a bunch of people because they wronged him in some ways at the first season. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this... <laughs> yeah, so this guy, like, just randomly grabs people that... Like, first of all, think about that. He's been stalking these random-ass motherfuckers all year just to kidnap them on purge night for the most ridiculous reasons like one one lady's like fucking left their date because he was being gross and sexist and like low-key racist and all this kind of shit and she like paid for his dinner so that offended him as you know a rich white man how dare the black woman pay for my dinner after i told her she was articulate oh <laughs> like you know type shit like i can't so yeah and then he like kidnaps like some kid like she's like 18 or something like that because she didn't hold the door for him yeah. and like all this dumb ass shit so it's like y'all are literally making up reasons to purge and you know this Just but you're justifying it by the fact that the government said it was okay right it feels like your little ma- immature ass just can't take <laughs> just little subtle shit and you just want to take out all of your little anger on this little act, you know what I'm saying? And I can tell, like, that, back to anarchy, like, with Diego and shit like that, his fucking reason was because she walks past him Like, he isn't shit. Like, bro, maybe you aren't shit because you're literally sitting here threatening to sexually assault me and my daughter. And you're so fucking, you might not be shit. <laughs> and alcoholic, you're drunk as fuck, too. So, like, yeah. maybe you should go to a therapist and figure out why you ain't shit. <laughs> and why you feel you ain't shit. Because nobody over here said you ain't shit. She talks to you? She was nice? She like, was literally like, like stay safe, have yeah, a good night. Like, weirdo. So, the other, like I said, the couple that is focused on in season one as well is going to some big fancy purge party mm. because they need a business new and you get to learn like their dynamic and their marriage and like how the uh wife was cheating girl was cheating oh give me the tea with 
the daughter of the person they were trying to make the business deal with. Like, girl, first of all, why? <laughs> like, first of all, why? You just know, I'm sorry, I don't care. When the purge exists, I'm not doing shit. And if I'm doing shit, I'm going to be real open. So I, you can't say. You didn't know. Right. <laughs> like, you can't pull that shit up on me next purge. <laughs> like, just... What they say, the, the most common person is your significant other or somebody right. you know. If you murdered somebody, <laughs> it was probably your significant other. Anyway, <laughs> aside from that, so they're going to this purge party trying to, like, get all close. And they don't realize what's going on, like, but they do. Yeah. But they're like, oh, no, they're not going to make us purge a person. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. I mean, if you know you're going to this, like, this specific demographics shit, why would you not expect it? Right. You're going into a secure place. And you know what rich people do. They stay in a secure place and they pay to (laughs) bring people over there so they can, like, use them as a quote-unquote martyr or whatever, like that shit. So this is exactly the setting for somebody to pay to bring somebody over to <laughs> to purge them. So yeah, I mean, it's not like you didn't know. Like fuck off. Yeah, but this I really love in this. Like, what do they do? They pass around the masks of like serial killers, and they're like, "Here's like homage to the people who purged before there was even a purge." Like literally worshiping. They called out serial killer stands like directly because it. Okay, one, they're kind of right. Like, they didn't need a purge to tell them to do that shit, but it would, and like when serial killers are serial killing, it's illegal and it's wrong and it's bad. But like, for some reason, y'all think that's suddenly not wrong and bad simply because it's legal? (laughs) Right. Are you more like we literally out. spent so much time of humanity being appalled by murder, and you're like, but it's fine if it's on this one day. It's just twelve hours. But then the purge also goes into that in season two, and like how people are like, why do I have to wait like for the purge if I can just purge right. because it's whatever at this point. We are so desensitized towards violence, we don't care if it's happening whenever it's happening but at the same time they were absolutely appalled by the fact that someone was murdered off purge like there's no off purge crime there's just straight up crime (laughs) like what's happening on purge night is still crime y'all literally say crime is legal right (laughs) it's not like it it's just suddenly not just no, no <laughs> there's no consequences for them yeah that's it still... that's it there's no consequences for these crimes but they are absolutely in fact crimes which is why like in season two once again they if you are on somebody's fucking private property three seconds after the alarm bells say the purge is ended you can be arrested yes like why bullshit like and that's what I'm saying. Y'all watch people spend all year building murder sheds, <laughs> building traps, like doing all this ridiculous things to prepare for this. There's no, there is no twelve hours when y'all are spending all fucking year preparing for this shit. But I can't even be walk off the private property that I was just stealing shit on. <laughs> like lame. <laughs> yeah, that's 
that's bullshit. So lame. But then, like I said, for them to be outraged at, like, purge, like, not purge, killing happening off purge doesn't even make sense. Because y'all were just doing it. (laughs) And legality just does not equal morality, and I wish we would, like, stop equating that as a country and as people, like... And another part of season two was following a couple that found out that someone had put a hit on the husband for purge night. And again, that's another example how this is absolutely not contained to purge night if you're literally putting people, like, hits out on people before purge night. Being like, yeah, do this on Dark Shine. Like, premeditated? <laughs> premeditated? Like, no, that's something very different from but I'm participating in the Purge Night. <laughs> exactly. It's all premeditated. Like, this is all premeditated murder, premeditated bank robbery, premeditated. Like, it's all premeditated. How is there no consequences for you premeditating murder? Only thing you should premeditate, it should be like fucking, I don't know, I guess Halloween. Maybe your fucking outfit. (laughs) Other than that. Spend all year on your outfit. (laughs) Other than that, you should not premeditate what the fuck you're going to do or who you're going to kill. Is my underground dungeon, like, is my 18-wheeler with my 50 cal, is that set up (laughs) good for you, big daddy type shit? Like, no, that's premeditated bullshit. Like, fuck that. So there's just, and like... Even that dude who, the guy who becomes a serial killer, like, the purge was his whole personality. And, like, he couldn't even see that. Like, he was like, why doesn't this girl want to talk to me? And the dude's girlfriend goes, well, did you talk about the purge? Like, <laughs> like you know, like, did you talk about anything else? Did you, interest, did you find interest in this person in front of you instead of just talking about how you love the purge? And, like, right, yeah. it just becomes... Just got a desert dry, bro. Don't talk about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) But it even goes into, like, the psychology of, like, hypervigilance and violence and how, like, it literally grooms people to be violent. Because, like, they literally had purge purge explaining TV that was, like, marketed towards minors. Like, Like, bro, we don't... They don't need to... But and they make it so like patriotic type thing too. So you, that's how you, <laughs> and that no, they, it's like oh you're doing it for America, which you kind of are because you because America you know you're making them richer. Mm, so yeah, I guess you contributing are. to the corporation of America. <laughs> so yeah, I guess you are doing it for America. So, but if you are just doing it for America, then fuck you because you're not for the people. But, like, none of these people are doing it for America. They're using America as an excuse to, like, act out their gross, like, weird shit. Like, that, like, fucking baby great dude in the, in the first marriage. Like, I... Bro. I would either pass out or, like, beca- somehow become, like, fucking magical and manifest a knife in my hand and just stab you in the face. Because that shit is disgusting. Like, all of the implications of that, like... You're a baby. I wish I had like sent six inch stiletto pumps on and just mm. I'll just kick his fucking face. Like, like you're disgusting. Every single and you're hopping out of a grate. 
Right. Like, in the ground. How do you even, again, There. how long does this shit take for y'all <laughs> to, like, set up all these booby traps around the city, like, being <laughs> weird as fuck? I got, a, I got a perfect spot. Like, fucking... Uh-uh. Bro, and that has, like, my favorite quote, pussy-grabbing motherfucker. Like... <laughs> Yo, now you ain't playing that shit, bro. Just, no. But even in the first purge, like, all those people in, like, we see in the show, they become known as, like, the martyrs or, like, the descendants of the martyrs. And that is so weird, again, because they're acting like these people gave their lives when they were literally forced into this shit. They were chilling at church, and y'all literally came and shot them up. Like, no, they're not martyrs. You use them for your own purposes. And then, or like, thanks for your service. Which, again, is a reflection of what they do to the military. They're like, thanks for your service. You get absolutely no benefits. <laughs> Deal with your PTSD on your own. Like, they just... They don't give a flying fuck. It's just too much. But again, even... And that also kind of also mirrors the call to the true crime sensationalization. I don't know if that's a word. The way that they sensationalize true crime, like, calling them martyrs in the same way that they were worshipping serial killers. Like, y'all are putting these victims... Like, the victims should absolutely be honored, but the way that y'all are talking about them is not in a way to honor them. It's in a way to be like, this is a justification and we have to continue hurting people because these people were hurt. And that just doesn't even make sense. And it's really backwards. This franchise gets into absolutely everything. DeMarco was not... De- Why do I keep saying that? DeMonico... De- DeMonico... was not holding anything back. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Hope y'all are having a good time, a good smoke, enjoying the chat. Just popping in to remind you to please give us a like, follow, a rating, thumbs up, thumbs down, however many stars you think we deserve. Hopefully we are some five-star bitches to y'all. <laughs> but please pack your bowls, get your blunt roll, get another J, make sure you got that lighter, because we're about to get into it. Thank you so much. Alright, and after the Purge TV show is aired, we finally get into the Forever Purge. Mm. The 2021, which is also not directed by Demonico, but Everondo Goat. The NFFA, once again, has control of the government after um, Senator Rowan is out of office. Because of this, a bunch of white supremacists are not trying to stop purging after the new reinstation of the purge and continue to purge, aka just commit fucking crimes right. across the country. Um, and he can, he's like dressed like it's the fucking wild wild west, like yeah. So yeah, he wants to purge whenever the fuck he wants. And that's it. Like, that's what was going on in the Wild Wild West. Like, people were like, we're gonna move to the West and find gold. And then they just started murdering each other over fucking gold. Like, let's let's not. We, like, I've seen seen this so many times. 
<sighs> I'm gonna stop. Anyway, first of all, I'm obsessed and need the fucking language, multi-language agenda to be continued to be pushed because we absolutely need multiple languages just throughout runtimes in movies just cause the fuck because other people speak other languages and you can read subtitles I hope period <laughs> I hope you can actually. period yeah. you can don't tell me you can't <laughs> and that's that's not gonna strain your eyes that's not gonna mess up the movie fucking read subtitles for a second okay it's fine so, yeah, a lot of this movie is, in fact, in Spanish, which we love. Yes. So, that's really great. Go support Mexican and Hispanic actors. See the Forever Purge if you have not. And again, um, this kind of mirrors the insurrection that actually happened in January. As we all saw, we all know why that happened, and... Like I said, this series is slowly becoming a documentary. For me personally, I could have done without the whole, what if it were happening to white people? Because I just, I don't think, that doesn't serve me in any sort of way, but I absolutely understand how people who have actually been deported, their family members have gone through this, like, disgusting vitriol that has, like, been spewed the last several years just about being from a different goddamn country. You could definitely find catharsis in that, so I'm supportive of it. Either way. <laughs> and they really brought, like, the disconnect between poor whites and poor black and brown people to the front because, like, the poor whites were the ones trying to be like, let's just murder our employers. And, like, they were like, bro, we need jobs. Like, y'all have to, like, be logical about what you want out of this. Like, we can all get pay raises. We just have to, like... You don't have to go straight to murder. Like, we don't have to go straight to murder. Why is it murder first? Like, it's always murder. Just, I don't know. I And that's why I don't, like, that's the main unrealistic thing about this but I guess they really do show that they have to convince people to murder e by either paying them or being like mm, it's your right or like whatever. This is for America. Like. <laughs> or for Jesus. Yeah. Like whatever the fuck. is very clear that they have to convince people to murder because as we see in the first part they, there was no one but Skeletor murdering people because yeah. He literally was, like, on drugs and probably... I mean, not probably, just needed, like, so much mental help. Yes. Yes, he did. But if you would like to watch these in the universe, like, in-universe chronological order, like, to see the, the, like, how it plays out from start to finish, pretty much, would be the first Purge, then the Purge, the Purge Anarchy, watch the TV series, which rolls into election year, which then rolls into the forever purge. So, but of course, how we just laid them out to you is how they actually came out. Maybe you'll we'll have to watch them in chronological order one day, just to, like, watch the whole thing go Yeah, through. we have not done that yet. So, what are a few things that you would do in the purge? If there was just a way that she could be like, don't fuck with me, or just sit at home and like probably like smoke bundle weed and like 
I don't know, maybe watch horror movies, maybe I'll have like a purge, purge marathon movie, like a, I guess I would have a purge party. <laughs> I would probably have a purge party. Yeah. But like I said, nobody can like come over here with the fuck shit. <laughs> like, we're literally just partying. Like, that scene of fucking, the, also an anarchy. Like, when she like starts shooting up the party because her husband was like cheating with her sister, yeah. like, bitch. That could have been dealt with before now, after now, not with guns. Like, okay, like we said, can you, <laughs> like, if we're like, we're divorced and it's purge night, like, like are we just divorced now? Are, is like, there, <laughs> are there paperwork, like, after Do we have to, like, do anything? If we're just like, yeah, we, like, nullify, like, if we get, like... Just a priest or something to, like, nullify our marriage on purge tonight because I guess maybe that's illegal. Like, is that valid now? <laughs> like, since... I mean, shit. <clears throat> Other than just shooting up the fucking place. Like, like you killed your Find a way to get, like, very cleanly divorced on purge tonight. <laughs> How about that? But anyway. Why is this priest here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Making sure <laughs> we are all blessed <laughs> with these divorce papers. <laughs> anyway, like. <laughs> Bless me. <laughs> but I would probably, if I wasn't having a purge party, I'd probably, like, I don't know, like, Bath and Body Works, I'm coming for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> steal some, some fucking candles. Probably hit up Target. Mm. Steal some tea, some books. You know, that kind of shit. Um, probably still some, like, TVs. Mm. Maybe games. I would just, like, petty cry. Like, that's what people would really be doing. I would just be like... and <clears throat> But, you know, there are people who, like, murder people on fucking Friday... Oh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> I actually meant Black Friday. Like, um, like after thanksgiving over like tvs and shit like you can get trampled to death like, like they like, that's what i'll be scared of like like it's just gonna be like a black friday crowd like that's what the person i just really gonna be and it's, it's that's scary like i don't go out on black friday hit me up on cyber monday with all them online deals like <laughs> find me there man. oh no that's no what would you do um i mean the movies, you know, gave me inspiration. Some of them. Uh, I mean, the one in. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Explain. <laughs> uh, in the, I mean, the the first purge. You know, them uh, just fucking in public. That would be definitely be one of them. Um, mm, they were technically purging. Yeah, like I so, said, why does the purge have to be? That would be one of them, and you know they were getting it in. Uh, <clears throat> and another one, you know, I'll. Um, I'll definitely save up and I'll make sure I get the loudest speakers, like big subwoofers. Just shake the whole entire wherever the fuck I am. Shake the ground. Why would you save up for that? I mean, because I want like 20, 30 of them around like my apartment and shit like that. You know, so it's like... steal them. I mean, I could, but I don't. Want to, <laughs> I don't want to go out on purge night. I want to have it all like all set up, you know, like gotcha. whatever. So yeah, I want to do that and like blast my fucking music all twelve hours, and um, 
and uh, other than that, I would like take shrooms and I would just sit in my apartment and probably like cook. But one thing about like cooking, like I don't want because the purgers they're gonna be like all around, and I don't want them like damn, like I've been walking around, I'm hungry as fuck, and you smell like a five course meal in my apartment. They like bust that bitch in, be like damn man, I smell like fucking like cheesecake. I smell like fucking good ass fried chicken like you know what I'm saying so and they're gonna kill me for that chicken so like I don't wanna like cook so I don't know how I'm gonna do that but like the speakers will fuck that up too so yeah uh, shrooms and then after the shrooms I'll probably do the first two I said so yeah I'll do all that <laughs> sounds like a time fried chicken and shrooms <laughs> great combination yeah yeah so what um so if you do, uh, it, I'm not saying you're gonna purge. If you want to purge, whatever. But if you had to defend yourself, um, or you just want to fucking purge, what weapon or your defense weapon, whatever, would be uh, of your choice? I don't even know, cause like maybe like an armored car. Mm. <laughs> that would be fun. And there's like a lot of those in here too, like Big Daddy. Mm, no. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a semi. Like I mean, whatever. Like a big it was a truck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't care what kind of car it is. It's not like four doors. No. <laughs> it's just saying like a car that is armored and like mm. not susceptible to other cars and like fucking gunshots and shit just drive through the stores quick run <laughs> I like that idea <laughs> snatch a run snatch a run <laughs> that's <Shit>. it oh <laughs> uh, I mean I'm not really into killing like that um I mean one I would like to fuck with like purgers so I would definitely get, like, a tranquilizer gun and, like, a dart gun or something like that <laughs> and just have them, like, pass out, like, and then I'll just, like, fuck with them or something. Yeah, like, tie them up, like, hang them up or something or just, like, you know, I don't know do some weird shit. And, you know, not, like, weird, weird, but, you know, some weird shit with them. Like, wake up, like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I'll do that. And, uh, I don't know. I'll, uh, either that or, like, what Big Daddy did. Like, I'll just get a truck and just like mow people down um you know that that's just the two extremes i got but you know that's it it's either fucking with people when they're like uh tranquilized or fucking uh being big daddy so that's being big daddy no i mean i mean <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be that man. <laughs> I'm in my truck watching people do shit for me. And that's a whole other thing. Like, even that lady in the fucking, um, in the first season, the lady in the office, like, she also paid someone to, like, go in and just, like, purge whoever the fuck she wanted to purge. Like, right. And try to back out. Yeah. And that's, I guess they didn't do that. I guess they did that in that movie, but... That's a whole other aspect of this. Like, rich people could even do that. Just, like, gonna throw some hits on people just because I can pay for it. Like, get other people to do my dirty work. I guess that's the opposite of them, like, staying in their house. Like, you know. But either way, they're staying in their house and being, quote-unquote, clean. Because, like, they're just 
purging in their own house or they're not doing it, so they're fine. <laughs> So, <clears throat> what is, do you have a favorite character? Um, Esme, is that her name? The one who, like, was blowing the whistle on the bitches in season two of the series. Yeah, Esme was probably my favorite. And, I mean, I like Naya from the first period. I also like the lady from the first season, Jane. But I don't know if I liked her. I just like black women in horror, so I automatically like her. But she kind of like did fuck up, but. <laughs> like, she was a hypocrite in the same way that. Like, I feel like that's also like, just a theme in here. Like, the hypocrisy that everyone is just like just stacking on each other everyone's a fucking hypocrite and like they can't just admit that none of the shit makes sense and we just need to stop doing it <laughs> they're like but you purged and I saw you like you sit on a hit so I'm gonna purge I was like <sighs> whatever can we all just be like responsible for ourselves <laughs> that's how I feel who was your favorite characters or character um, I mean, I really liked Justina. I don't know why, like, her, she was just... Who is that? Uh, she was the one that was cheating <laughs> with the, uh, husband. In no. Yeah. the first season? Or no, the... in the, uh, the Anarchy. Oh. The, like, drunk lady? Yeah, with the wine and shit. Yeah. <laughs> she was, uh... Having her... Why is nobody drinking with me? <laughs> she had, like, my favorite quotes of, like, uh, the whole entire, like, franchise, really. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. That's what I draw towards for some reason. So she is one of my favorites. Uh, even though she was, you know, doing some dirty shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I don't really care about that. And fucking Skeletor. Like, he <laughs> was insane. And he just pop pops out like out of all the characters like Skeletor he was like he was obviously the over dramatic like fucking eyesore of a fucking uh, perjurer to me so yeah he really stood out and just pulling a razor blade out your mouth you obviously you know you, you you're gonna get my attention with that shit so he's one of my favorite characters also what the fuck a razor blade in your mouth for what reason like <laughs> You just need to not do that. <laughs> like, he was talking so regular. Like, that's... You're so either used to it, or you don't care about it cutting your mouth. Either way, you're fucked up. Like, nah, I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> he just... I'm glad he died. <laughs> Yo, and how he went out, though. He came in that motherfucker after fucking... When he went in there, like, John Wick mode and shit like that. Like... <laughs> fucking he went in there with a knife against motherfuckers with automatic rifles and he killed three like three or four of the motherfuckers before he got killed like bro he went out just as crazy as he been in this fucking world bro and i respect that shit yeah <laughs> who goes into an automatic gunfight with a knife skeletor <laughs> yeah just some wild ass shit 
what are some of your favorite aspects of the franchise? One of my favorites would be the costuming and like how all of them are very weird and unique and like creepy and they do like say it's like Halloween for adults but like Halloween is for adults so wear your weird costumes like or just wear them every day because they're all cool I mean I just I I love seeing I mean the free range of just the human behavior and I just love like seeing different ways that people are like planning out their purge or people are you know doing their thing in the purge is yeah it's it's interesting to me i i, I do i do like the violence in this I'm not gonna lie I, I like the kills in this uh um i'm like the especially in like the like I said, the John Wick like type scene in the first purge when Williams was in the stairwell, like pfft, come on, like you cannot if you're a fan of John Wick, there's no way you're not like, alright, that that shit was tight. So Who is William? In, in the first purge, he's the like the main dude. Dimitri? Dimitri? Yeah, like the dude's boyfriend I mean the girls like Ex-boy. Okay, Dimitri. Yeah. William? What the fuck is William? But yes, when Dimitri... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. When Dimitri was in the stairwell... uh, When Dimitri was in the stairway and he was going whole, like, John Wick mode, uh, that, that was... They did the action like pretty, pretty good on that. I, I really like that. So, I think they, um, they, they really did. Actually, the costumes were actually good too. Um, I, I don't pay attention to that too much. I don't know why, but, um, I know my, the most popping like costumes were in election year. And just like how. I guess the rich people look like their costumes are, like, store-bought or, like, custom-made or something, and then everyone else's looks kind of more creative and, like, creepy and handmade and, like, put together and shit. From, like, a thrift store, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Or, like, even, like, from different pieces from even if there were, like, we know from the show that there were, like, purge costume, like, shops. Right. So, they probably got some shit from there. Which is just, like, a Halloween store. Like, I don't know. But, like, even then, the first purge, I think they probably had my favorite, like, looks overall. But definitely the, um, girls from the election year. Iconic. But, uh, I definitely like the looks at the purge party in the first bird and even the contacts so I wonder about that technology like we ain't got that <laughs> or do we <laughs> we just don't know because the government hides it from us mm-hmm. I'm sure we do this is not a conspiracy podcast I feel like conspiracies are always a part of horror and like literally allowed to speculate about universes and fiction so 
Yeah, obviously, like, the soundtrack. I really like the scores in, like, I feel like the first bird had more of a soundtrack. And, like you said, uh, Kevin, who? Lacks. Kevin Lax did the scores for that one. So they kind of, like, also went along with the soundtrack that he did. But I feel like the rest of them had just more traditional scores. Yeah. Yeah, the music definitely stood out in the first purge and you know i don't have to really wonder why but you know what i'm saying it's uh, and they ended with kendra lamar all right <laughs> so i'm like okay <laughs> the messaging is all there but like very good supporting artists supporting artists <laughs> artists supporting artists <laughs> supporting you know everybody's supporting everybody <laughs> Yeah, the, the use of the word purge is also another aspect of this area. Like, just because, like I said, it just covers whatever the fuck they, like, want to put behind it at that moment. Like, they're just like, I purged. And they probably just, like, murdered their own child because they got tired of, like, paying child support. <laughs> or something like that. Like, I, I don't know what people... Cause, this could go on forever, because humans just... But that's also true, because... It, we're literally doing it. People kill their family from church all the time. <laughs> literally for any reason. Like, people are just murdering people and being like, yeah, the devil made me do it. Okay. And, like, all this other shit. Like, we already do that. Like, people already justify whatever they do with whatever. This is just throwing it in our face. That's how I feel. <laughs> this franchise is just showing us how we are. Just putting it to like, but this is a different universe, I guess. <laughs> Make it easier to look at, maybe. But it shouldn't be easier to look at. Because, like I said, I, my brain just makes those connections. Like, when I see things in movies, like, am reminded of things in real life. Or, like, I, I just can, like, I don't know. I just apply the shit that I see in movies to my real life because I feel like there's, how can you not? Like, how can you see something happen on screen to somebody and then be like, but in real life it's no big deal because obviously there's a reason for it. It's like, okay, but that's what they did in the movie. <laughs> like, that's all I'm saying. I don't know. I guess that's why I watch movies because... It's different perspectives that I never thought about that consume movies like as if you're meeting another person or like I don't know like you're meeting the people in this like universe is like how I kind of take it and like how would you want to be treated if you were there and like all that kind of shit but it's all fiction. Maybe I'm just so empathetic and, like, I just project myself into every fucking thing. Maybe I'm narcissistic and I'm not empathetic. Anyways, so... What are some of your favorite scenes? I know we said a lot of I, them. I mean, I think I said all my favorite I scenes. I think we can probably just get PhD because <laughs> we've said a lot of things. Unless there's... No, nah, but no. definitely... One scene, uh, it's just iconic. You know what I'm saying? When um, <clears throat> when Lakeith, you know, he was there with the machete, and it's like all slow motion. That's all you see him at first. You know what I'm saying? With the God drip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that that's a very iconic scene. That's one of my favorites. 
And I just thought about uh, <laughs> Do Better, his song in the background. It just made it made it pop a lot better. Man. You should check that out, actually. It's Do Better by Lakeith Stanfield. It's pretty fucking good. He does rap, in yes. case y'all did not know. Lakeith <laughs> <laughs> Stanfield has music. Yep, y'all, that is very iconic. The inspiration for our 2014 Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your what are some of your favorite scenes? Uh, it's not really a scene, but more like just in the purge watching like the kids just lose respect for their parents because they're, like, participating in, like, this bullshit and, like, actually trying to argue about whether or not they're gonna throw this man out to people that they are fully conscious are going to murder him or, like, worse, who knows. Like, it's just so beautiful and especially, like, the girl... And, like, just starting off with, like you said, the boyfriend, like, in that moral dilemma where you're like, bitch, I didn't say murder my dad. I said talk to him. Like, literally. Speak. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and you pop up here with the gun, like, I'm just, I just need, like, bro, it's done. I would have been done at that point. I would have been like, actually, no, you gotta get out, and I don't care if you, like, die in the purge. (laughs) (laughs) But then, even from then, she, like, was, like, she herself defended both her dad and her boyfriend in that, and then to watch, like, her parents just be like, let's, like, maybe just give this man to the people out there, and it'll be fine, like, is a lot. And then her brother's just so adorable, and he's just trying to, like, do the right thing, but also kid, like, mm mm-mm. That was very risky. Just letting anybody in, like. And that's what I, he was already like starting off the night with the like the right idea in mind. So for him to like sit there and be like, "Wow, y'all, y'all can just let this man like fucking sit here and eat or something." Like, like <laughs> after you saw he wasn't like murderous, like he was okay. just like, "I'm just trying to like, please, like, don't kill me. I'm not trying to kill you." Right. Please just, like, can we all just chill in here? And if people came knocking on my drive, I'd be like, okay, if you're coming here, I'm popping you. Like, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Like, like I said, if there's, there should be something that you can put on your door or something that's like, do not step foot on my property. I'm not participating in this bullshit. Right. And another one is the old ladies, like, with their uh, carts putting the explosives out while let it whip uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that is such a mood though like <laughs> it's just funny and like I feel like there are also like some there are a lot of campy moments in at least the first purge and I guess election Ooh, yeah. year too other ones are kind of serious um the, the baby doll dude coming out of the grave. I would, no. That would cause me so much fucking stress that I just don't know what I would do. Like, I would either literally have to, like, kill you in that instance <laughs> or, like, I would just pass out. Like, there's a lot. What the fuck just happened? There. Like, yeah. and you were just grabbing? Like, you came out the grave. And just started grabbing me. But, like, what have you been... Again, people, they've been 
working on this shit for how long? So how many nights have you just been chilling down there? <laughs> fucking Ninja Turtles. Like, <laughs> fucking looking up in this grate, being like, oh, people usually walk around with this. That is, no. The obsession that comes with the purge is just literally not worth it. It does not matter. Like, you are gonna hold grudges over the dumbest shit. You're gonna do the weirdest shit for no reason other than the government said it was legal. And you don't want to, like, unpack that? Like, <laughs> ye- <laughs> I can't even formulate this. It stresses me out so much. The levels... Of trying to snatch women out of a grave while wearing a... I'm literally tearing up while wearing, like, a... No. Like I said, one of us would have to go. Because I could not process this past that moment if that actually happened to me. Like, I would not be able to do anything else. Like, I would have to go or I would have to know that you were no longer around. Around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. It just stresses me out so fucking much. Anyway. So, in what order? What would your ranking be? Well, the first purge is definitely my tap. Most memorable soundtrack, the best looks, the best use of lighting, the best very. Like I said, I don't feel like any of this is a metaphor. They're just literally telling us shit. So I don't feel like it's an obvious metaphor. Because it's not. It's just a dramatization. An exaggeration. Is how I feel. And I saw a tweet today that was like something about like satire doesn't have to be like funny. It can literally just be an exaggeration of what's going on. And that's kind of how I feel about this. Like none of this shit is funny, but it's satirical because it's, like, exaggerating exactly what's going on. That one does a lot of that very well from all angles. And then it goes, uh, forever purge for a lot of the same reasons. Like, it just injects us into this very exaggerated scenario that we literally have seen before and is commenting very directly and, like, immerses us into all of these people's stories and, like, even through their point of view, like, using the language that they speak. It's just great. And also very well shot. That one also had, like, a good soundtrack with a lot of the, like... I feel like in that one I heard a lot of radio more. Like, I don't know, like, songs that seem to be coming from the radios within... Mm, the things that was also interesting because it like again immerses you kind of better then i would say the purge election year just because costuming all that all that the fact that once again they literally happened (laughs) the shit like (laughs) the costuming everything looks visuals drama camp that was camp like the, the whole candy bar scene the store was camp like why was she so bad over like <laughs> <laughs> then anarchy just cause like at least visually to me I liked were just visually pleasing to me over this one is probably why it's higher. Like, I would probably rank it on the same level as Election Year. I just like the aesthetics of Election Year better. 
very good. The messages were there. Again, like, pushing, like, the fact that black, brown, poor people should all, probably, all marginalized people are in the right for being armed against these crazy white nationalists <laughs> that are coming after people for no reason. Um, and then I would say the purge, just because it's very, like, basic to me. It feels like a very normal home invasion movie. The only catch here is that nothing that's happening is illegal. I mean, I still like it because it's a good movie on its own. And, like, does, like, do the same thing. And, like, it's a very good, subtle way to, like, jump into the Purge franchise. And then for them to then expand on it even further. Like you said, they the rest of the franchise feels very open. And, like, a bunch of people are involved. And you see all these perspectives from, like, people within the NFFA and all that. I feel like it's a good jumping off point. But the sequels definitely did better for me. Well, <clears throat> well, the movie that I enjoy, that I enjoy the most is... The Purge, actually. <laughs> um, Ethan Hawke. Just love how um, how isolated it is. And I just love the false sense of security of it. And all the other movies, you, uh, all the characters, like, it's no false sense, uh, sense of security. Like, everyone is either exposed or, you know, whatever type shit, like, out in the open. And this... But like he is the one that sells the security like he's supposed to be the most secure just some blunt force can just take down his fortress and um just the morality of his son letting um letting this man in uh out of you know the kindness just knowing that he needed help how safe you think you are you know shit can still hit the fan and that i mean that i think that does that the best so and the second, the first purge, that the soundtrack, yo, like pff, that jump was banging, like, and you got designer in it. So the third favorite would be the t- TV series. Just, I, I was just very excited to see um, after the purge, like during the regular years, you know, um, you know, months during the years, the days during the years, and I was very interested to see that, and just <laughs> it, it's a you should really check that out. I hate that it got canceled in two seasons. I hope they bring it back. And um, um, it it's, it's very interesting. And my fourth favorite would be election year. Um, past, uh, I mean, past the TV series, like uh, like I said, the the costume uh, that popped out the most to me. I, I the visually election year was. Just it, it looked very beautiful to me, but um, I I love how everything tied in together, and that's the last one that um the uh, bloody stranger you know he was into you know him joining uh Carmelo uh, uh militia and things like that. so it, it ties together very good, um, but it it's not one that I would repeat uh, repeatedly watch or you know would rank very high, and so yeah the last one is the the forever purge um. It was still good to me, you know, just the the whole concept of purging past um, what they uh, allow you to purge and things. You know, that's like a thing I was thinking about the whole entire time. Like, 
like when you have that bloodthirsty when you feel that uh actual killing um impulse in you like would you actually stop like you know so i was like always thinking like why would no one kill after the regulated time for the purge like you know so it it was a very cool concept to me that would be my listing we all saw they just forced like whatever they wanted to make the purge happen so i'm sure they just ignored crime to make it look like crime was down outside of the outside of the purge right. <laughs> like they said like serial killers before were just purging whenever like there are serial killers and they definitely did not just stop murdering because the government was like okay 12's out, 12 hours is up because nobody just stopped being a serial killer like nobody has like that just haven't hasn't happened we don't we don't have no more serial killers right now so there's no way that that's just gonna happen because the government regulated shit and the government is making it up if they say there are none so very good fun franchise to just kind of spiral into spiral out of relate to real life just so many theories and like ideas can spawn from this. Uh, would you want to see this continue to be expanded, or do you think it's good where it is? I mean, like I said, I wish the TV show would at least come back. Um, I mean, I think they were talking about a um, uh, a sixth one, a sixth movie, but uh, that's that's like in speculation or whatever like that. So. I don't know about that, but definitely I would love the TV series to come back. I really love the TV series. I I agree. I do think the TV series should come back. As we know, there was no Purge or NFFA in office for at least eight years. So I would like to see what happened then. Like, what was going on then? Maybe the, like, plotting behind the scenes that the NFFA was doing in order to get back in power mm. or like I don't know I would like to just also if they just wanted to s- do a whole fucking thing on all the weird shit that people were doing during the purge I would watch that too you can get into the psychology of the things that people are doing while they're purging like you said that baby weirdo great thing that they- bro there's so many things to unpack there like <laughs> There's so many things to unpack about the guy who, like, literally was a serial killer in season two to unpack about why the NFFA would want to do. Like, there's so many things that you could get into. The film universe should be expanded, but I'd be fine with it. Like, to me, it has a similar kind of feel or appeal as Final Destination, where I feel like there would just be some wild shit happening like regardless so I would watch that like just to see what ridiculous and absurd things people are doing on the purge or even off purge Hmm. because again people didn't like cheating was illegal nobody stopped cheating on their spouses because it was off purge (laughs) like like, I don't know if it's like illegally legal but like in the context of your marriage like you can't be doing that shit or it can like your contract is void pretty much like right. but um yeah and like even those aspects like 
what are the, like, nitpicky shits of, like, that? Like, we said, can we just, like, get divorced for free and not, like, have to go through anything? Like, what are things that aren't technically illegal but, like, can somehow, like, loophole into other shit? I don't know. That'd be cool. Like, to see how they calculated the laws behind the purge and, like, what could be legal or not legal and, like, one law. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said I, that would be, like, very cool. Very cool. He had a whole eight years of just no, um, no purge, you know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be that time gap, like, bruh. Like, they had to be plotting so hard. I know, like, they had to, in election year, like, they... The NFFA, like, sent out militia groups to, like, take her out, right? I mean, they were doing that from the beginning. Right, so... <laughs> they were literally rigging me this the entire time, so, of course. But... So, I would just love, like, yeah, that would be so cool. Because you never really see, like, the political side of this, but I guess no one really gives a fuck in the con... I don't know, would you watch that necessarily I mean I would cause I'm like a nerd but I think seeing how like the laws were drafted and shit would be cool cause even seeing the ladies like trying out to be the voice of the announcer and then being like is this for a movie or something and then no it's literally for murder <laughs> um I like won't even have friends if the purge happens and like if we're friends that means you've like proven that you're not gonna purge me for any like ridiculous ass reason <laughs> yeah, and we can stay friends. And if I feel iffy about it, we're just not gonna be friends. Because <laughs> right. how can you trust anyone when. Like, they. Like, your own sister. Like, no, like. I would not trust about anyone. Nah. Nope. Not on Purge Night. Not even the day before Purge Night. Nah, fuck yeah. I'm sorry. I think that wraps up our discussion and ranking of the Purge franchise. Y'all definitely let us know what your ranking is. What were your favorite scenes, favorite costumes, favorite, you know, everything. What did you think of the show? Yes. What would you do? If you were in the purge. <laughs> Which weapon would you use? If you would use a weapon. So definitely hit us up on the social medias. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Dank, the letter in Deadly underscore pod. And on Instagram at Dank Deadly underscore pod. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at ding, the letter N, deadlychats at gmail.com. So on Monday, we will be talking about Headcount. The fabulous 2018 underrated classic of modern, like, urban legend internet urban legend horror so y'all definitely go check that out on Tubi and Shudder 
I feel like it was on Netflix at some point. It may not be there anymore. I don't think so. They keep taking things off. But yeah, check it out on Tubi and Shudder for sure. And get prepared for next, for Monday's chat on that. Yeah, like take a fat ass edible if the purge ever happens. Just like do that and hunker down in your home. Maybe watch some shit like let's hope that never happens because I'm literally not participating I can tell like is there like a sign I can put up to tell them to fuck off (laughs) I literally do not care (laughs) I don't care what the fuck y'all want me to do and why y'all want me to do it can I not give me like a purge cake or something I don't know a purge cake (laughs) (laughs) anyway we'll see y'all later Bye. Bye.